Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Trash Talk. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Brandon's here. Stuart's here. It's Tuesday yeah. morning, eight o'clock. Got the yeah. coffee. So we're, <laughs> we're, ready to, we're ready to rock and roll. And we are brought to you in part by our good friends over at Patriot Sandwich Company. And, oh, you know, look at, I mean, just look at the, look at the sandwiches on the logo. And Patriot, all you got to remember is PatriotSandwichCompany.com. You can go online. You can see all of the amazing meats, uh, breads, uh, sauces, everything that they offer. If you go over there, they're located in Denton. Uh, in, and you go in and you just see David Jordan and his staff and tell them, hey, I heard about you guys on Trash Talk. And you order your sandwich. They're going to hand you a oversized cup. And you go over and get yourself a free drink. Because David, David cares that much about it. Yeah, I got to get out there. It's been a while. I, I haven't, I haven't talked to David in a couple of weeks, which is unusual. Um, hey, he's busy making sandwiches. Yeah, I know. I know. I got to do. A, I got to do a wellness check. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got. I got to go over there and do a food check. Go yeah. over there, have myself a. I, what I like is is the fact that if you want to have it on a nice on on rye bread white bread you want to do it i like wraps and all and so yeah. any any sandwich that you get he can do it in a wrap and i'm telling you when you take the amount of cheeses and ve and veggies and meats that he puts on you put it in a wrap it's like <laughs> yeah wrap your, wrap your mouth around that one boy <laughs> and, I, and i just want to load up on the sauce you know i just want to throw the sauce on there give me a sauce on the sandwich give me a sauce on the side and maybe one other you know what i mean yeah another another sauce just to dip in the just dip, dip in. it in yeah. it, it, it's amazing go to go to the website patriotsandwichcompany.com look at the menu go over there sit down enjoy enjoy the memorabilia that he's got in the shop and then mm -hmm. take a couple of sandwiches back home with you for later yeah and so, hey, I got question marks all behind me because I said, I, I was asking, you know, we, we, we talk off, off, offline sometimes and talk about just things that we've done, where we've been, what, you know, parts of our little past. And I said, you know what, there's probably stuff that people that watch the show and we thank you very, very much for watching. Absolutely. The show. Uh, but there's stuff about us that people don't know. And, and oh, yeah. <laughs> some of, oh, some yeah. of it. <laughs> And some of it's for, for damn good reasons. <laughs> That's the truth. And, and, and others, others are just because they never asked. <laughs> yeah. But, I never came up or who would ask. You yeah. didn't even know to ask. I'm you know? I'll throw one out at you. I know. Okay, you, I know you like soccer. You, you follow soccer it, yes. and everything. Did you play soccer as a kid? Very brief history in my younger childhood. Um, I, shockingly enough, I didn't play soccer as much as I should have. Um, but, uh, in my very young first, second, third grade, maybe I think after fourth, that was a negative and definitely by fifth grade. No. So no, um, not as much as I should. I, a recreational for sure. Um, but, uh, no, no, I didn't. I, I play way more now and I played over the last 10 years, way more. Um, but so uh, what was your sport when you were, when you were a kid? <laughs> so, um, this is probably why I got in so much trouble. I, um, I was not, I didn't do, I, I, I didn't do any sports. I didn't do a sport. Um, 
it sucks actually. I regret that. I talked about that on my podcast not too long ago, that it was probably one of my regrets is not getting involved. I don't care about football. I mean, I'm five, five, what, you know, I don't care. Um, but I should have done soccer. I, I even thought about track. Like, why didn't I do track? I run yeah. all the time, uh, because I was a lazy punk kid, you know? Um, but when you talk about sports, one thing I did do in sports and people definitely don't know this and I'm going to say it. Um, when I was in high school, <laughs> I started a little, uh, football betting. Uh, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. I was essentially a, a bookie, um, in high school, uh, betting on uh, high school football games. <laughs> hey, that's sports, you know, yeah, sports betting, you know, that, that's right. Sports, sports betting. That is sports. Yeah. And I had friends in other schools or contacts. So I would know true story if uh, a player was injured or not going to be at a game. And uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would have everybody place their bets and I go collect money on Friday nights or Saturday. <laughs> and, and, and I, I had a really kind of a bizarre favorite sport. I, there's only one sport I ever excelled in. What was that? Archery. Really? Yeah. Archery. I was going to guess baseball. That's where I was going. No, I mean, I played sandlot ball, uh, you know, pick pick up, pick up ball in the neighborhood and that kind of stuff. But uh, I was never good enough for for much anything. I I was the water boy on the track team. Um, But, you know, archery, for some reason, I went to camp, summer camp and all. I picked up a bow and arrow and uh, it was pretty good. And little known fact about me. I was the Indiana University intramural archery champion. Really? Yeah, back in 1966, I think. Something like that. It's pretty awesome. Well, there weren't that many people that took up archery. (laughs) Hey, don't sell yourself short. Take the credit for it. That's how you say if you if you want if you want to win a running race, find a very, very small race. (laughs) <laughs> that, 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 that there's only three people in your age group right Start and just playing. dominate it just that, dominate. that way you, you end up at least with a third <laughs> third place that's funny that you said that you picked up archery at camp because i uh just talked about fifth grade camp not too long ago and that was the first time that i did any sort of archery with a bow and arrow was when we went to fifth grade camp and i've done it since you know not in a long time but uh yeah archery was great i didn't have that in my school though we did it one time in gym class and that was it. Yeah. I, I mean, there are, you know, it's, it's not a huge sport uh, and all, but there are uh, archery ranges and all. And I mean, the equipment that's used today ain't nothing like what, what we used. I mean, ours, right. was, you know, but anyhow, archery was my sport. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's so, cool. That's very cool. Did you ever win any awards at anything? I know yeah. you, you recently got a podcast award. I did. Uh, I did. Yeah. That was exciting. That, that, I don't know how that happened, but I'll take it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I won a, a remote, one of my, one of my awards. I still have the trophy of it's pretty recent actually. Well, not really. I guess it's like 10 years ago. God, it feels recent. Maybe it's eight years ago. Who knows? I don't even know what day it is. Um, but the FC Dallas did a thing called cocktails and cleats. They used to do it. And it was a big charity event, big whatever. And we were an FC Dallas sponsor at this bar I worked at uh, because we were right in the backyard of Toyota Stadium. At the time, it was called FC Dallas Stadium. 
And then right. it switched to Toyota. And uh, we were a sponsor and we were a soccer pub. So everybody come over. Well, we entered the contest and you had to come up with two cocktails. And it had to feature, one was Gentleman Jack because Gentleman Jack Daniels was a sponsor of FC Dallas. And then the other one was... I forgot what tequila, some stupid tequila. I don't know, not Patron, something else. I, I have no idea because I don't, I don't really like tequila. But you had to, that's what you had to use. You can use any of the ingredients you wanted and you, could, and you told them what ingredients that you needed and they got everything for you. You had to bring your muddlers and you know, tools, but basically anything that you needed, they would get it for you. Oh. And yeah, it was cool. And you would uh, make up actually... I'll rewind this in a minute. You'll make, you would make up the cocktail and serve it in little, you know, probably like that glasses and people would vote on the cocktail. And then there was like a fashion show and they debuted like the new uniforms. It was a very cool event down in Dallas. at I think it was at the, the Institute of Art down there. I don't, I don't remember. Um, but we went down there and we did the, uh, the, the event together. Um, I had a bunch of people come. I mean, there was probably 600, 700 people there maybe. And we won. We won the best cocktail and we got the award. And it's like a, it's a shaker. It's like a gold shaker, uh, shaker tin. It's got the plaque on it. It says your name on it, the name of your place. And uh, yeah, we won. And I thought that was really cool because there was some really good cocktails there. I tried a few. I saw the competition. Uh, plus, we brought our own stuff. So not only did they give us stuff, I bought everything and said, I'm bringing it because I don't trust them. I had a wagon full of like oranges and limes and, and uh, yeah, we won it. It was very, 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 very cool. Uh, that conjures, that conjures up images of uh, Tom Cruise in the movie cocktail. That's, that's what it felt like. And it was insane because people were coming so fast and you had to just, you just had to go to town and make, I mean, it was nuts. And I said that it was at the soccer pub. I digress. It was not at the soccer pub. I used to work at the soccer pub right there. I was let go from that place and went across the street to another bar. And that, and we won at that other bar. That bar is no longer there. And so we put the soccer pub to shame. I remember that. Uh, it was a place right across, uh, right across the street from where the Londoner used to be because okay. that was my old pub and I got let go from there. And um, yeah, so it was like a vengeance win, you know, but I still have that trophy. So that, that was like my, my pinnacle, you know? <laughs> All right, so, so uh, did you ever get busted for anything? Really? Of course I did. <laughs> how, how, how much time we got? Wait, do you, do you want do you want the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, or succeeding times? Do I need my lawyer present? <laughs> yeah, because because the information that you diverge may be uh, incriminating. Uh, I'll do I'll do a simple one, <clears throat> a simple short one, because I want to hear your story. Um, I got arrested in Canada, <laughs> um, busted in Canada. When you say arrested, it makes it sound like you're you're a serial killer. Um, <laughs> And it was nothing like that. But, you know, in Canada, you can drink when you're 19, you know, so you just do what you want. You know, it's like a free for all. You cross the bridge, and you just drink. And um, but they're really they're, they're, they were really easy going in Windsor. They didn't they knew we were a bunch of dumb American kids and they were pretty cool. But what they don't like is jaywalk. 
Really? Oh, yeah. Hey, you want to talk about making one of those Mounties mad, don't jaywalk. Well, that, and that's kind of hard to do because, first of all, you go over there and you drink yourself silly and all you can't find the crosswalks anyway. Well, and it is it is a free-for-all. It was a free-for-all. It literally looked like Cancun, but older. And we crossed the street. I left my friends because they were annoying me, so I went on my own little adventure. And I was definitely intoxicated. And I, I didn't want to wait for the light. And I went to wanted to go across the street, grab this pizza, because you can buy pizza by the slice. And I just crossed the street and a cop was like, boom. And he was on a horse. So he <laughs> trotted up to me and I looked at him. He's like, sir, sir. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, getting pizza. What do you, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> Plus I was a 19 year old drunk idiot. And um, he goes, well, you just crossed the street. You walked across the street. And I looked at him and I said, well, how else am I supposed to get across the street? I just, every, everything I said was not the right thing. <laughs> so he threw me, he threw me in the, uh, he called up the wagon. They threw me in it, it smelled. Um, they took me to the jail cell and I sat there for hours till I sobered up and I had to pay my fine and then leave. That was it. <laughs> And that was the start of a, an illustrious career. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. And here I am today. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> what about you? What about you? Have you been busted? I, I mean, for anything? Yeah, I got I I, uh, I used to go. steal I used to steal candy from the from the the store. Of course you did. I, I mean, I was just I was big on it because you know, it. In, in in you know this is the this is before the days of cargo pants <laughs> if i had had cargo <laughs> pants back then man i i probably would still be behind bars but right. uh, you know that those were the days where you you had a t-shirt and all and you would just you know take take a candy bar and you you know you just drop it down your down your t-shirt and all and then you you zip your zip up your hoodie over it and all and you'd get out with about three the the problem was i was stupid enough to to always steal chocolate and so by the time you'd get get, get out of this <laughs> you, you open it up and it was like mush and and, and also it was incriminating evidence but, a little uh, bit a little bit yeah i finally and 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 these were these were the days where the the candy store was you know, you know, we knew, we knew the owner. And so the owner calls my father and he says, listen, you, you know, I, 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 it doesn't really matter that much. You know, it's only a kind of candy bar here or there, you know. but your son's been coming into the store a couple times a week and he buys, <laughs> he buys one candy bar. And I walk back and I see that there's like four or five more missing, you know? So my father, my father bailed me out. Of course, I, I got a whipping for it. But uh, he paid the, the candy owner, and he also made me go and clean the candy store floor for like a oh, week. Gosh. I had to go over after school, and I had to push <laughs> a broom around the candy store. So I learned my lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stealing chocolate. It doesn't, it just sounds like, plus your nerves and your natural body temperature. It just sounds like a disaster. Right, like, yeah. You're, you're, you might you're, get away with it once and be like, look, I had an accident. I'm sick. But... <laughs> But when you, when you open up when you open up your sweatshirt and everything and your t-shirt and all is brown, you, you know that you've probably made the made the wrong move. 
Yeah, definitely. Definitely made the wrong. <laughs> That's not a good situation in life. Yeah, yeah. No, go after something like jujubes or uh, something that's that, that doesn't isn't chocolate covered anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What about like so when you uh when you were younger, did you or even now, did did you ever like go in and like sneak into places you weren't supposed to go? Oh yeah. 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 At, at movie theaters. Or, oh or, really? Or or actually. Uh, you know, back in my day, there were a lot of drive-in movies sure. and all, and they used to charge by the head. So if, if you would go to the movie and this was mostly high school, somebody had a, had a car uh, and we would all want to go to the movies, double, triple date or so. So, you know, instead of everybody paying like $2 a head, and if there were six people in the car, that was 12 bucks. Hey man, that was, that was money we could spend in the, uh, in the concession stand. Right. So four of us would get in the trunk. <laughs> and, and and the guy and his and his date would pull in and they'd say, okay, that'll be four dollars. And they'd pay to get into the drive-in movie and go find a place and everything, and then pop the trunk. And of course, you know, we're talking back in the 60s, folks. Those were the days where the trunk was the size of a of a you know camper. Yeah, you put a lot of bodies in those trunks. You could, you could, you could, and plus food and drink and all kinds of stuff in the trunk. For sure, and yeah. And still have room for the spare tire and tire. <laughs> so, so, and and you know, because they were driving these great big old Pontiac, uh, uh, you know, right. Uh, but any anyhow, we used to sneak into the drive-in movies, and or the other movie theaters where somebody would go in and they'd pay to get in and they'd go around to the exits and then uh, yep. just kind of pop the exit door open and you'd sneak in right when the, when the lights were going down and the movie was getting ready to start. Yeah. That's when you, that's when you try to sneak in. Yeah. We don't, uh, I didn't get to do the, I mean, I've been to a drive-in, but I didn't get to do the sneak in drive-ins because by the time I got to that point, most of them were gone anyway, you know? Well, but, but then the drive-in theaters got smart and they just said, you know, it's just $5 a car or something, whether it's two people or five people or whatever. Yeah. Cause how you, you're not going to pop the trunk and look at everybody, you know right. I mean? You know, and be yeah. like, Oh, hold on, sir. What's, what's going on there. Yeah. You those know? were, those were the days before they had, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, guard dogs or something that would right. sniff, sniff, <laughs> sniff out. Hey, Hey, Oh, open this trunk. I think there's a, there's a bunch of immigrants in the back of this. Yeah, trunk. this this smells like a pre uh, prepubescent teenager. Let's pop it open, you know. Yeah, and by the one, <laughs> by the way, one of them's got a T-shirt full of chocolate bars. Right. Yeah, he just got them from the, the five and dime down the street. Uh, <laughs> you know, one of the things too, I, I I don't know if I, you know, I've told the story so many times I can't remember who I told it to, but if you guys heard it, whatever, listen anyway. Um, so we obviously talked about wrestling. We did our wrestling show. Uh, last year, crazy. Or, yeah. yeah, it was last year. Um, I don't know. It was a long time ago. But um, so back in the day, you know, before podcasting was even a thing, before this, before we even had these cell phones, uh, they used to have the hotlines. You remember seeing the 800 number? Not right. the 900 right. number hotlines, but the 800 numbers. And, and there would be sports hotlines and movie hotlines and all kinds of stuff. So we actually ran and did a wrestling hotline for probably about a year and a half. Uh, did a wrestling hotline where I would be on uh, once or twice a week. And we had three different options. 
Option one was like breaking news. Option two was about the wrestling promotion that I was involved in. And it was called option three with B, which is me, B. And um, That's I cool. would enter, yeah, I would interview local wrestlers. I'd interview promoters. I'd interview people. And then we'd talk about wrestling news. And then eventually it just turned into this strange talk show type thing that we did. But um, yeah, it was really cool. So I did a wrestling hotline and got featured in the Detroit Free Press one time. That was really fun. Very, very there cool. That's all I got. Yep. <laughs> Where, where's a place that you always wanted to visit and you haven't been there yet? I've always wanted to go to Germany. Uh, I've always wanted to go, Ooh, you know, especially, what? especially this time of the year, Oktoberfest, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, so let me get the colder, the better, you know, um, <laughs> Germany, England, Europe, and, you know, England, probably, uh, you know, I've been to Ireland, so I wouldn't mind going back. Um, everybody says like, what about like tropical? And, and I, I do, I get it. Like, I understand Hawaii is beautiful and some of those other places, but for me, I, I want to go somewhere else. I, I think it would be just really awesome. Germany has stuck out to me. I'm trying to plan for my 50th um, to go to the Netherlands. That is on my bucket list. And I just want to go on a trip by myself. You know, uh, Luke will be old enough to understand it's dad, dad's time to go away. Yep. Um, you know, and uh, just go by myself to the Netherlands. So that's in my mind. I've been focusing on that over Germany. I, I just want to go there. It's just beautiful. And I just want to go there. I don't know if I'll come back, but we'll see. Well, you said you've been to Ireland and that's the one that's at the top of my bucket list. I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to, to go to Ireland. It's amazing. You gotta I just, go. I just want to see that green. It's it, it. I, you know what you see the pictures and you hear about it and it, it's impressive, but I didn't really realize how impressive it was until I just stared out there at the green, like, and I went at a time where they were having a little bit exceptionally warm time of year for them, which was kind of disappointing for me. It was still like 75. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, but I went with, that's you good. know, it's not bad, but I wanted a hoodie. Like I wanted rain and I had my hoodie, you know, cause I was coming from Texas in July, you know, and uh, <laughs> I, I didn't get any of that weather till I hit the coast, but man, that green, but I've had people that have gone to Germany and send me pictures. I'm like, man, this place looks great. Like it just looks fun, you know. All right, going to wrap up the show with 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 who who was your first crush? Maybe not your first love, but the first girl you had a crush on, and how old were you? Um, <laughs> there's two that come to mind, and I think I already mentioned one of the podcast on this show. Actually, I think um, was it Tiffany but, or Monica? Definitely not. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I've never dated a Tiffany. I told you that. I did date a Monica. She's, she's still awful. Um, I assume she's awful. Somebody married her, though, I found out. God, I don't know how. He's probably awful, too. And then they made awful children. So it's like a spawn of, there's like three of them. It's, oh, I found that out when I was, I was Facebook trolling one day. Um, let me see. Uh, you know what? I'll go, I'll go with this girl. I already said the one. I don't want to say her again, but it's around that time frame. Her name was Alyssa. Uh, I, I don't know if I, am I allowed to say the last name? Should I? I don't know. That, that's up to you. Anyway, I'll just say Alyssa. She's not watching this. <laughs> and, how old, now. and how old were you? It was fifth grade. Fifth grade? 
I had a second great cross, but we talked about her. So I'm going to go with this one because obviously this one was more developed. I was more mature, you know? Yep. <laughs> and I was about the same age. I think I was 12 years old and my first love was a girl named Jill. Really? And, yep. And we took, we took a dance class together, learned how to waltz together. And wow. All, yeah. And, and, and I just, I mean, I, I saw her a few years ago uh, uh, and all, but I mean, it was just that childhood crush and everything, nothing ever developed from it and everything. But to this day, if anybody said, who was, who was the first love of your life? It was Jill. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I have not seen this, uh, Alyssa girl since probably sixth grade, um, at all. And I don't even, I don't even care. Well, but Jill, if you're watching and Alyssa, if you're watching, uh, and all reach out to us, maybe we'll get you as guests on the show and we can talk about the good old days. Yeah. The good old days when we took a walk in the woods that one time, you know, but right. that was it. It was all over after that. But I don't want them to be on here. What, what, what if we get them on there and they both look at us like, who are these guys? Yeah. No, no. Or they write to us and they say, geez, what you two guys have become. It's, 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 it's just a shame. It's a tragedy. I'm so glad we didn't make we, it. <laughs> we really thought you were going to amount to something. And, uh, and here, here, all you do is come on every week with trash talk, but you know, hey, I, that's it though. That's life. You know, we I mean, do, whatever. and we're committed to it and we're going to keep on doing it <laughs> and all. And we invite you to be right here again, eight o'clock next Tuesday morning for another edition of trash talk. Absolutely. Not making a good one. <laughs>